0: and welcome to the all-round sports pod, the podcast that talks about all-round sports news. Today's episode is going to go over all the latest sports results, including both men's and women's sports from the weekend, and probably the biggest news within tennis right now. I am your host, Gemma, and I'm joined by my co-host and sports personnel himself, Tom. So Tom, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me on.
0: Looking forward to doing a lot more episodes of you, and we have some very interesting things coming up over the next few weeks, including your special later on in the series where we discuss, is, we discuss your successes you're having within your judo career. Uh, the first thing we're gonna mention is the Premier League results, um, with the biggest result of the week coming from Spurs and Leicester. Um, Spurs beat Leicester 6-2. The Kane goal um, makes him 20 goals away from Wayne Rooney, who's currently sitting um, second within the Premier League. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I think uh, as far as Kane's concerned, he'll be pleased as another goal, which gets him ever closer to that uh, all-time goal scorer of um, Alan Shearer. But of course, now just 20 away from Wayne Rooney in second. So I think he'll be be very pleased. He'll be a good start to the season as well.
0: I was also surprised with um, Son being dropped from the team, actually.
1: No, I disagree. He's had a very poor start to the season. You know, he hasn't scored before yesterday. He hasn't scored a goal in the Premier League. So I think Conte made the right decision. Although Son has definitely now well established himself back into the side.
0: I think he's uh, definitely going to be starting next week.
1: He must start. I mean, a hat-trick after 16 minutes. I mean, surely he'll find room. You'd think it would be Richarlison, who probably makes way for him next week. But, uh, yeah, I'm feeling very confident that Son will be in
0: there. And he's, um, what is it, the first first sub to score a hat-trick since the 2015-16 season. Um, Leicester have also had their worst start to the Premier League in eight years. It's not looking very good for them right now.
1: No, it's really not looking good for Leicester. I suppose it was no no surprise the result really yesterday of Spurs coming in such good form and uh, obviously... Leicester coming in with some terrible form just one point so far so I know it's early days and I think Brendan Rodgers has every chance of uh, turning it around for them but he really needs to find some results fast his job really is starting to become severely under pressure
0: um just take note of all these uh goal scorers before we before we get going a bit more um as these people you definitely want in your fantasy team if you're into playing fantasy football uh, or maybe some people already have them
1: I uh, did play a free hit yesterday and uh, got some good points for it Kane Anson both featured.
0: Well, i better get my team up to scratch then. But, um, I mean, you did use your free hit. So, maybe, I don't know what your uh, results would have been if you didn't use that free <laughs> hit. So, who knows? Maybe class is cheating, eh?
1: <laughs> I think I'd have uh, barely any players playing with all the postponements.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, other results from the uh, weekend. saw Villa win 1-0 against Southampton. Um, Forest lost... Uh, 3-2 to Fulham I mean that was, a, that was a big game for Fulham
1: Yeah it was a massive game for Fulham Coming from a goal behind To score three goals in just six minutes Before a further consolation goal for Forest Potentially a potential relegation Six points early on in the season now
0: Totally uh, Newcastle drew one all With Bournemouth And Wolves lost uh, 3-0 to Man City With a very contro- controversial red card um, You know people will have different opinions on that um everton won one nil against west ham um they got their first win of the season which puts them in in good stead and well above the relegation zone right now
1: yeah it was a big big win for everton obviously both teams sitting on four points before the game started um everton it was quite a scrappy game but did sort of just about you know hold on to the all three points there and uh and give themselves a real chance to sort of now use that to uh, to move up the table. West Ham on the other side, David Moyes starting to look under a bit of pressure, as well as Frank Lampard before the game as well. So West Ham really need to find some uh, find some points from somewhere as well.
0: Also um, some other big results as well, not uh, not within the Premier League, but just other big results in football. Um, Bayern Munich actually lost their game. They uh, drop off the top spot now.
1: Yeah, so it lost one nil to Augsburg. Um, it's we're so used to seeing Bayern Munich at the top of uh, the Bundesliga. I know, uh, I know it's very early days. I mean, they've only played seven games so far as well. But uh, you, you've got uh, you've got um, Union Berlin sitting at the top of the table now, so that was a bit of a surprise. So hopefully, it can remain competitive in the Bundesliga and uh, won't see Bayern Munich just run away with it like we have over the past decade or so.
0: But they, you know, they they did beat Barcelona two 0 last week, so.
1: Yeah, they did. I mean, we watched that game and they they played very well. Obviously, Lewandowski visiting his his former club had a had a bit of a poor game, really. But Bayern Munich look like a real complete team, and I think they're going to be up there as one of the favourites for the Champions League this season.
0: Also, um, quickly covering the women's football, um, they had their first game of the season, and it's all still very much to to play for. Um, just a quick run through of the results. So Villa beat Man City four um, three. Tottenham beat Leicester 2-1, West Ham won 1-0 against Everton and Liverpool um, 2-1 against Chelsea. Let's just see how that, uh, that all goes for them. Hopefully um, we can see some big results within the women's league. On to the boxing result from the weekend now with the fight between uh, Canelo Alvarez and Govetkin. Um, this is more of your topic, so I'll leave you to talk about your expertise on, on the boxing and what your thoughts were on that.
1: So this was their trilogy fight. It was uh, a little bit too late, really, for Gavetkin. He's uh, obviously 40 years old now, as Canelo's much younger, and he's 32 in his early 30s. So um, they've already had the two fights, which were very, very close contests. It um, was scored a draw in their first one, although many people, myself included, actually believe in Govetkin won that contest. Um, the second one was, was far, far closer, with Canelo getting the split decision win. Where it really could have been scored either way, but I don't think really you can have too many complaints with that one. But this one really um, waited far, far too long. I know Gavetkin's been very keen to get back in the ring um, with Canelo, but uh, he's sort of at the point now where I think at forty he's not going to be challenging, you know, Canelo, who is who is one of the best boxers of our generation, if not the best. I mean, he's he's right up there and one of the pound for pound kings, really. So yeah, it was a bit of a shame this contest came so you know so late on, but it's. Uh, definitely been put to bed with a very convincing victory, um, can I know?
0: Thanks for the insert into the boxing there, it's definitely more of a sport uh, you follow than me, but obviously glad you're here to um, utilise your knowledge and to give all of your thoughts and perspectives on, on that fight. Um, one thing I definitely do know about the boxing though is it's looking very likely that the Fury um, AJ fight is going to go ahead in December, that's going to be a big one.
1: Yeah, it's looking very likely to be December the 3rd now, it's uh, all all sorted but it's going to be in Cardiff so massive fight there the contract I believe has been sent out to AJ's team who are being very vocal on the fact that they're they're happy about 60-40 split in favour of the champion so that's uh that seems more than fair to me I think Fury goes in as a strong favour Obviously AJ coming from back-to-back defeats in his two fights with Alexander Usyk Fury of course coming over from his last two fights of wins over Deontay Wilder, the hard-hitting American. So I think it's been a very interesting contest. I think Fury's got slightly better boxing IQ. He moves very, very well for a heavyweight, but uh, it, with heavyweight boxing, you can never know. And uh, one punch can change the complexion of the whole fight.
0: Completely. I mean, it's definitely going to be a big one. and It's going to be watched worldwide by, by a lot of people. Um, on to the results from the golf and the Italian Open. Um, Fitzpatrick is was at 10 under par, and McElroy are close behind him on nine under par. I mean, what's your thoughts on that and your predictions for the winner?
1: Well, I'll give you good odds on this. My prediction is Robert McIntyre is going to come back to win this one.
0: What makes you think that then? He's a bit of an underdog.
1: Because it finished yesterday. <laughs> and Robert McIntyre went on to win 14 under par, beating Fitzpatrick in the playoff in the playoff in the I first half.
0: I need to scrape up all my golfing knowledge here then, do I? I need to get ahead with that. Um, so, obviously, big results within the rugby. Um, we'll start with Rugby Union, where South Africa beat Argentina 36-20. I mean, it puts them in great stead to, to win now, I, I would have thought.
1: Yeah, I think South Africa are going to be the strong favourites going into the final game week. Um, I didn't actually watch the South Africa-Argentina game. I watched the um, New Zealand-Australia game, which I think was uh, really controversial towards the end. A fantastic contest. Um, Australia leading with 90 seconds left on the clock, but uh, failing to sort of close out the game with a controversial changed penalty to a New Zealand scrum. Um, The referee had uh, warned the Australian team about time wasting, but in, in never seen before circumstances, he actually changed it from an Australian penalty about five meters up from the goal line to a New Zealand attacking scrum, so went on to score a try from and, and win the game.
0: Really, that's something that's probably not really been seen in, in rugby, and in, I mean in, in my lifetime
1: anyway. No, definitely not. It's not something I've seen. The commentators and players from both sides were all very surprised to see it. Obviously, New Zealand rather pleased about it, but um, it's still to play for. Um, you know, New Zealand having Loss to uh, to Argentina on home soil really kept this uh, this tournament open, and I think it's still possible for any side to win going into the final game week. Although it's looking increasingly likely that it will be South African or New Zealand title this year.
0: I mean, um, yeah, I mean, women's women's rugby is doing equally as well. Um, and it saw a massive result with the lead Rhino, Leeds Rhinos beating York City Knights.
1: So yeah, moving on to the Rugby League and the uh, the Women's Super League Grand Final. This was a really close contest actually, and and uh, Leeds had a very good first half, scoring 12 points, 12 unanswered points. But then in the second half, York scored the only points of the contest, but uh, it wasn't enough, and they went down 12 points to four. So. Leeds Rhinos, they're winning their first title since 2019.
0: It's good to, always good to see women's sports doing well and um, it's good to see the fact that women's sports are are now growing and um, they seem to be a lot more um, well-received than they they used to. On to the cricket. I mean, women, the England women played India women in their first game of the one-day international tour. I think it's going to, I think it was a hard game for England though.
1: It was, so uh, India won the toss and, uh, and elected to bowl and um, were very strong throughout England. were reduced to, uh, England reduced to 227 for seven after 50 overs, so uh, not really the best total there. Whereas India, two, three, two for three, went on to win by seven wickets. So um, yeah, in India definitely starting the better of the two sides there. And overturning their poor poor series in the T20 early on this month, they lost 2-1 to England. So yeah, it's all to play for still in the series. But India going with a with a, the early advantage.
0: They obviously made a, a good call to bowl first. I mean, I, I'm not always really sure about what advantage it it makes, but they they made the right decision with that. Um, the domestic cricket also saw Kent come back from their eight consecutive defeat to win. Um, to win that game i mean did you
1: manage to watch that game and what are your thoughts on that so yeah in the royal london cup final um it was a very very interesting uh contest i think kent obviously with their uh, consecutive eight consecutive final defeats would be extremely pleased to uh to overturn that and uh, finally get their hands on the trophy against a very strong lancashire side who are actually the favorites going into that one as well a strange moment came uh, really, when the game was all all but over and Kent were you know sailing on to victory, when um, for a bit of fun one of the fielders actually used one of the wicketkeeper's gloves and uh, you know I, I had no idea and nor did the commentators at the time. That was actually against the rules. The umpire very much on it um, and giving Kent a 5, point, uh, five uh, run penalty for that. So very very interesting and unique moment in that game. Blimey,
0: I mean the the umpire did very well to to pick that up. Um, as, a, as a result, as, as a fault, because there's not many uh, faults that we would have picked on or other people would have picked up on anyway.
1: No, definitely. Obviously the players weren't aware of it, obviously they wouldn't have done it, but even the commentators were very surprised and weren't aware at the time. So it's the first first time I've seen it and, and the first time I think uh, for most of us as well.
0: And obviously the, um, probably the biggest news and um, quite sad news within tennis at the moment with, with Roger Federer retiring, um, it's going to be quite a quite a big loss for for tennis. I think he was quite an idol for a lot of the young up and coming players um, on the tour, and a lot of people always respected him and wanted to play with him and have him, you know, on on court with them.
1: He leaves a, a massive hole in the sport of tennis. I mean, he'll go down as one of the greatest athletes of all time, and uh, not just within the tennis community, but he is a fantastic player on and off the court. Um, you know, he really epitomises what it is to be an athlete. And we're very lucky to be in a generation where we've sort of seen him, you know, as a constant for our lives anyway. I mean, he turned pro the year after I was born. So, um, you know, it was very, very sad to see him leave. Obviously he's not been playing too much on tour over the last few years or sort of since the pandemic really. But, um, you know, we knew this day would be coming, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big shame for tennis. And um, I hope he gets a really good send off in the Labour Cup.
0: He's been uh, he's been pro for a long time. And if it was a year after you were born, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a very long time.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, just some other sort of interesting facts about about Federer. Um, he has only lost 275 games in his whole career. I mean, that's that's obviously quite a, quite a big stat within within tennis since he's played. Um, you know, and he's won 1,251. Tour level games, so he's he's had a very good career um, since he's been active. Um, he's also the sixth man to achieve the the career slam, um, and he's also had zero in game retirements as well, and obviously uh, come away with twenty Grand Slam titles. So, to sum it up, he's um, arguably one of the the best of, of all time in in a, in a lot of people's opinions, I would say.
1: Definitely. I mean, he's had that fantastic rivalry with Rafael Nadal and more recently with, uh, with Novak Djokovic and to a slightly less extent as well, Andy Murray, also Stan Mavrenka. So he's had some fantastic uh, moments on tour. I mean, to become an eight-time Wimbledon champion, 20-time Grand Slam champion, complete the career slam, uh, what is it, Olympic uh, gold medalist and doubles as well. So, I mean, he's really he's really won it all and uh, will go down in the history books, I think. Uh, I think it's one of the best of all time for sure.
0: Maybe people should start grabbing his signature now and sign him up to do some uh, commentary.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there'll be a massive race on. I hope that we get him over here in the UK, but uh, I think he'll be uh, quite expensive to, to get a hold of.
0: Definitely. Um, OK, uh, just to finish off then, uh, I've got a quick uh, five uh, one-minute question for you. Oh, you didn't want me about like this. <laughs> just to test your knowledge on, on football and, and your knowledge. Knowledge there, um, just just a fun a fun question. So, um, what team have the most own goals in the Premier League?
1: It is this of all time.
0: It is this of all time, yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm thinking about the teams that have been in the Premier League for the most seasons. Obviously, you got the uh, Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, Everton, never relegated. Aston Villa only dropped out for the one season. I reckon it's gonna be most likely either Everton or Aston Villa here.
0: Gonna have to rush you for an answer.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go Everton because they haven't been relegated. And do, the you next wanna, season. do you wanna put a figure on it? Um, let's go for since nineteen ninety. Let's go eighty five goals.
0: You're right with Everton. Um but it's fifty nine. Oh, fifty nine goals. Sorry Everton fans. <laughs> You did. uh, I was very surprised you get you got that answer. Um, So well done. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the podcast, and we'll be back again next week. Uh, Be sure to tune in.